Melissa and Vanessa and this is shit on the table thanks for tuning in thank you for tuning in we are a casual podcast uh opinion based just for funsies so uh here we go yeah this is uh for adult ears only only. (laughs) (laughs) so how was your week it was all a blur to be honest yeah I feel you I just it was just a blur. I don't know. I can't even tell you. I can't even explain to you mm-hmm. how I don't remember how this week went. I feel you to a degree. My week was a blur, too. Wasn't getting very good sleep. I partied a lot. How did you party? I didn't... I partied, like, on Saturday night, and then yeah. I partied on Sunday. And then I didn't really party on Monday, but we ended up staying at our neighbor's house until 1 in the morning. And, like, just fucking chit-chatting, and they were super great people. And then from then, I just, like, could not catch up on sleep. And I was, like, having out-of-body sleep. So, like... Mine's a blur, but that's, I think, just life, not partying. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Friday was such a fucking shit show for work. I know. I got your text messages. It was, like, I could not wait for that day to be over. Yeah, you borrowed my shears because yours broke. And I had a hand-scissor bichon... And, like, you don't really get those here in Vegas. Like, you don't get hand-scissored dogs very often. And usually it's, like, maybe you get the longest is, like, a zero. And that's, like, the longest. At least for me, anyways. And then, so I woke up late. I didn't have time. And I didn't have any food because I didn't go grocery shopping. So I went to go get food. They took too fucking long. So then I couldn't eat it. And then, like, on the way... My client is like, hey, are you going to the new address? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. I have a receptionist, and she didn't let me know that I was going to a new address. And so, like, I pulled off off of the freeway, and I'm like, ah, screaming, literally screaming in my car. Like, what the fuck is happening? Because she sent me a gate code, and I'm like, gate code? And, like, I'm freaking out. Like, oh, my God, where is she? Like, am I going to have to cancel this appointment that I'm on my way to? And thankfully, I didn't. My reception is like, oh, yeah, she told me. And I was like, can you tell me next time? <laughs> like, please. It threw me way off. And then after that, what happened? Oh, it just snowballed from there. It just fucking snowballed. I didn't get to eat anything all day. So I had to cancel my gym appointment. And something else happened. I can't remember. Oh, I scheduled an appointment. Well, sorry. their are pre-book appointment on every two weeks. And they went out for the summer. So their whole schedule got fucked up. And, like, when she came into town two weeks ago, it was a haircut. Because he had been gone all summer. And so, but it was technically supposed to be a bath on paper. And then I didn't change their appointment to a haircut this time. Because I did a bath before. So I had to push all my clients back and, like... Do a haircut on this dog. And it was just shitty. It was just shitty. I was tired. And just, it was a shit day. (laughs) It was fucking great. And, like, I can't blame anybody else but myself. I get so excited when it's, like, a hand scissor appointment or anything. that's like, oh, I want you to hand scissor this. And I'm like, yes, I get to show off my skills. Mm -hmm. But halfway through the hand scissor, I'm like. You're tired of it. I'm done. And you're regretting every moment of your life. All of it. And you're like, you just want to. 
Fuck like, it all. You're like, I know I didn't charge enough. Oh, I no, to- I charged way enough. Oh, okay. Well, that's charged good. Charged her $160 <laughs> for two hours of work. No, I honestly believe if you have to hand scissor, it's like $120 yeah. plus. Anything. Anything. It was... Over a certain amount of hair. I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about because I had that feeling. And I was like, I'm just going to call her. And she was, the dog was sweet. She was super sweet. Yeah. But before I started grooming this dog, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I know a a competition groomer. She's been used before in competitions. The lady that I know, she just won um, first place in creative at Super Zoo this year. And I'm like sweating and crying inside like i i told her i was like look i'm not a competition groomer like i can do good an okay job pretty good work and but that's about it like i can't do competition she's like no 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 she's just a pet you know you're good you'll be fine you got good reviews a good recommendation for my other groomer and i'm like fuck (laughs) (laughs) and like halfway the dog was amazing but halfway i know exactly what you're feeling i'm give this dog back i'm so done i'm so done with this day i'm so done with this hand scissor but she came out pretty good uh there's a few things i need to fix that i did wrong but she really liked it and i'm just looking at this dog like you look like asshole (laughs) i'm like i'm not happy it was horrible yeah but i got some good pointers so she gave you the pointers no i reached out to someone and they gave me the pointers. Oh. Yeah. Got people in my back pocket now. You have to. I mean, like, <laughs> so, that's the only way to learn, right? It is. It's true. It's very true. Gotta, gotta talk to the pros about things. Mm-hmm. But nothing grooming sticking out for you? No, it's been a really slow week for me. And then all the dogs have been just normal. Yeah. <laughs> normal. I, I love when the week is just normal i mean i just had a call from a client that uh like right now oh yeah that's right that i came in clutch with like helping her out but that's that was like the highlight of my week (laughs) i've been doing this dog for eight years the dog is little he's adorable he's super neurotic (laughs) did i meet this dog yeah cody is that the pp dog that if you hold him he pps on you and screams remember he has that really cool um, no, no, not today, but, um, he's been with me since we worked at the corporate store. Um, Is he a Yorkie? He's like that Chihuahua mix that oh, has those really cool, yeah. cool colors. And, and I give him a little toupee. I give him that toupee. Yeah. This, this dog he's is so cute. He's so cool looking. And the mom and dad are so wonderful. The most wonderful people. Yeah. And they got cursed and blessed with this psycho neurotic dog who's super sweet and yeah. loves mommy and daddy, but they probably, they made a split decision and taking on a puppy that is just not agreeing with their household. And Mm-mm. it was a German shepherd lab. Yeah. It's so just a funky mix. It was a, it just, it wasn't, a, it wasn't working out with their household and they were trying to be good people and save the dog from mm. another situation and it just not working out in their situation. Yeah. So then they had to call a rescue, and the mm-hmm. rescue's like, yeah, this dog is well taken care of. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. It'll be adopted pretty quickly. Four-month-old puppy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Puppies go quickly. Yeah. And getting close to the holidays and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I try to educate all my clients and, like, 
I almost always tell them, don't do it. (laughs) Not that I don't want their business and I want them to have dogs. It's just that I have this, like, feeling in my gut that everybody but a very select few are, like, collectors. Like like, animal collectors? Yeah. Hmm. Like, their hearts are bleeding and... Oh, and they don't pick the right dog for their household. Yeah, or they're just like, they want to, yeah, they they save the dog, and then they're like... Regrets? (laughs) Well, no, I don't think they have regrets, but they just, it's like, the first dog that they have should be 100% taken care of Mm -hmm. from, like, top of the head down to the back of the toe Mm -hmm. before you take on another dog. So when I see people take on another dog, or multiple dogs, and one's like medical bills are lacking or medical issues are lacking. Mm. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I, tr- I, I don't know. There's no, people that you. just have the money, have, the, you know, can do it. And, mm-hmm. and like, they're like, I think it's ready for another dog. I like, I think my household's ready for another dog. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, your dog comes in every three to four weeks. You can handle another dog. You're, you know, anything happens, your dog goes to the vet. The mm-hmm. dentals are always done. The shots are always up to date. You were on top of socialization, training. You're on good <laughs> dog food. Yeah. Yeah. You should get all the dogs. Right. <laughs> but those, some of the bleeding hearts. That's like, oh, like this sad. dog looks so sad. I need to take it. Or you see, like... I see in the groups all the time. My this lady has five dogs and they were all matted and she wants a deal. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have those dogs. Like I yeah. get where your intentions were, and it's it, it, but it's, it's not. You can't. You have intentions. You have an idea of what you want to do, but yeah. you can't execute it. Exactly. And so then the dogs suffer. Exactly, but. Again, they're probably suffering less than what their original situation is. So then it, that's Maybe. why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm like. Do I have room to preach? Uh, no, I don't. But yeah. No, I'm fighting that urge right now. I want another long-haired dog. But I'm like, I have four animals. And, like, that sometimes is a struggle. Yeah. So I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no more. Not until later on. But I miss that, like, furry companion. All I have is short-haired animals now. But I can't. Well, I have an idea, but I can't execute it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we've been very responsible in our household since the passing of our last dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only been gone for like a couple months, but we never replaced our dog that passed away two yeah. years before. And so that's kind of where we're at. We're just taking our time, taking care of what we have to take care mm-hmm. of. You've traded your animals in for kids. I did, but then after kids comes more animals. But mm-hmm. I want to make sure that my animals that I have are just as well taken care of as my kids. Mm-hmm. We're all well taken care of. We're all good. And then I'm going to move on to something. Yeah. You know, I want to make sure that I have enough love to give. Yeah, of course. And and that's the way it should be. I yeah. Think. I, I know as a person, I don't have, you know, my, my love is not infinite. Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure that it is. Well, in time too. Yeah. Like people course. just think, oh, it's about love. And it's like, no, do you have the time for exactly. that? Exactly. I had a client that had to give up his pet because he just was like, I thought I had the time, but I don't have the time. Yeah. So I thought he like blew me off. And I saw him at his sister's house because I groomed her dogs too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how's so and so? And he's like, oh, I 
to give them up. I didn't give them to my mom. Yeah, and, and, and those like, things make oh. me really uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, at least the dog is with someone that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That will take care of him. And Very true. They're but a very well-off family. Which is so nice, yeah. The dog will be well taken care of. So, yeah, those things make me uncomfortable, but, you know, I I appreciate happy endings. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um. What else makes you feel uncomfortable? Since we're on the topic of breeding-ish, kind of. Well, okay, so I really wanted to touch base on things that make me uncomfortable about dogs. Like, dog deformities. Mm-hmm. That freak my shit out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just... Certain things that just, like, you know, they could be bred into the dog, mm-hmm. or they could be, like, something that pops up later on in life. But yeah, there's certain things that make me so uncomfortable. Well, like, what? <laughs> Give us the deets. You're Bulging, being so okay. abrasive. Not abrasive? Is that the term? Um, you're beating around the bush. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Bulging eyeballs. Oh, I love yeah. I love Shih Tzus. I love losses. I love pugs. But when their eyes are so far like out of out. their skull. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's an I've you know, I've seen eyeballs pop out and it makes me so uncomfortable when I when bulgy eye dogs come into my shop and I look at them and I'm like already know like in my head what my be game, careful what my game plan is about like washing their face like this yeah. is how i'm gonna wash their face this is exactly how to pop out Ugh. <laughs> so that just, me out too well eye stuff in humans makes me uncomfortable like my daughter thought it was really funny that she like opens her eyes really big uh-huh. or she makes them really narrow like she plays with her eyes to make funny faces mm-hmm and she's just being cute, but she'll she'll like literally pull down her eyelid and come really close to me and be like, "Mommy," and it makes me so like I'm like, "Sorry, get away! I'm gonna puke." <laughs> but there's like things like that. I just don't know. It's just bulgy eyeballs make me so uncomfortable because I just feel like I shave the butthole; they're gonna pop out or something. <laughs> <laughs> like if they clench, like they like, clench too and their hard. Eyeballs, like, yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. Like I touch the wrong spot, and, and they like, like kind of, yeah, clench, and they clench their whole body so hard that their eyes just like bulge out, like that eye bulging lady that was in the Guinness Book of World Records, like fucking years. Ago. Oh, there's been plenty of those people, but yeah, no, I just and when they get older and their yeah, and their skin starts to like almost disintegrate a little bit and then their eyes get bulgier even more yeah and they're like gray or like dried out and mm-hmm. it's like why do you it's have an scary. eyeball <laughs> <laughs> i think what scares me the most is like the legs oh when they're deformed the fish when, legs yeah the when they're legs. like like um ah they're um bowed like a bowing leg you know when they look like Bulldogs and their elbows are so. So that's pigeoned when yeah. they're inward, and then bowed is outward, and then there's the all of it, and then there <laughs> is the fin fin legs where it's oh, basically yeah, like the joints, mermaid. the joint pigeons, but the feet bow. Yeah, and I did a peek it. today that was like that, and he's he so he's very sweet, but he was kind of fussy for his nails today, and he's now I'm like, like he's about a year and a half, so he's almost fully grown, and his feet are really within. Bad. A couple months just completely deformed. Mm, 
Poor and baby. so I told her, I was like, her, his nails can't, can never be long because it's just going to yeah, cause. Yeah, it will cause so much issue. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck do you hold them? You know what I mean? Like, you have to figure out and try and execute a plan. That dog can never be fat. You, no. Because I can't, I have to be able to hold from the base of the chest with my whole palm. Yeah. And lift him up because he doesn't like when I hold his legs. And I'm not going to put him in. Any uncomfortable position if I can avoid it. You know, he'd probably do really good because he seems like a chill dog. He'd be good in the sling for nails. Oh, no. He's fine for nails. It's just today he was a little rough. No, I know. I'm not talking about because he's fussy, but it would be easier for you to get the nails done. Well, I'm just talking about like shaving underneath. Oh. So like when I lift him up, because I like to lift dogs up on their hind legs when I shave their Mm -hmm. crotchal area and their tummy. It's a normal execution. Yeah. But, I mean, I can, <laughs> but I don't want to hold him up from his legs because they're so deformed oh, now. Oh, yeah, it'd be so painful. I have to palm his chest. So, like, the his whole rib cage is on my palm. I have pretty, fairly large hands, so. You know, I wonder if this But if he gets work. fat, I wouldn't be able to do it. No. What I'll do sometimes if dogs are, have a hard time with their front legs, I'll slightly lift from the back legs. I do, yeah. And just whoosh, 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 go from underneath. Go from underneath. Yep. I knew that was my evil Lhasa. Oh, my God. I remember I made that dog bite you. You didn't? Oh, yeah. You did make (laughs) that dog bite me. You did. You did. I I wasn't fucking with it, but I did something. And then she, like, looked at you and bit you instead of me. No. I, okay, that's not what happened. (laughs) I kept telling you, Vanessa, the dog's going to bite you. And you weren't listening because you were in teaching mode because you were trying to show me how to do a difficult dog's face when I first started doing that dog. Mm. And you were like, oh, this is a really easy way to do a difficult dog's face. But I've known that dog long enough where I knew its <laughs> motions and movements yeah. and its warning signs. I was just being a cunt bucket. And you were not paying attention to the <laughs> warning signs. And I'm like, Vanessa, the dog's going to bite you. Vanessa, the dog's going to bite you. And of course, she goes after you. I push her out of the way and I'm the one who gets bit. <laughs> I'm like, Vanessa, no. And then I'm bleeding. And then you're like, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, told you the dog was gonna bite you that's okay karma got me when that pit bull bit me when i was just trying to put a leash on it well that that same dog tried to bite your foot like almost two years later you remember you're like i'm not touching that dog vanessa it went after my shoe (laughs) (laughs) i don't do biting dogs anymore yeah fuck that noise is there any uh deformities that make you uncomfortable besides the the legs legs. you know those like that fungus that grows on the bottom of paw pads Oh, yeah. I sh- Okay, so I had read something that's saying that you can shave that stuff off, and I will never do that again. It you fucking, told me about that, and I tried one time. And doled it doled out my blade. It did nothing. <laughs> oh, it works, but it doled out my blade, like, instantly. So I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, cutting that or just messing with that reminds me of, like, crushing, like, overly large bugs underneath your foot. It makes yeah. me want to throw up when I do it, so I just don't touch them. It's like an exfoliating treatment. Yeah. But no, other than, like, the legs, I haven't seen too many deformities. I did see someone post on the group. This dog had, like, I want to say six or eight toes on one paw. And I was like, what the fuck? That was really weird. It was a dog, not a cat. I've seen them on, like... The polydactyl cats. Yeah, Yeah, but I've never seen a dog, and I thought it was Photoshopped. Okay, so that dog... That I was just helping out earlier today. He has double dew claws. He, well, he had double dew claws mm-hmm. on all four feet. Oh, wow. 
And I've only he, seen him on the back. He only has one dewclaw now. Oh, what happened? Life. It just fell off. It he, died and shriveled up. The, the <laughs> poor dog gets caught in shit and rips him off. Oh, that's terrible. He ripped off both of the back ones. And Are they just skin ones? Okay, so the back were like cartilage and skin. So they were a little tough. Like mm-hmm. they had nails growing out of them. Yeah. But they were dangling. Yeah. I never cut them off. I'm surprised. But he had ripped one off completely. Halfway ripped one off on the other back leg. And he pretty much halfway ripped off his front two claw, which is bone. So he literally only has one two claw left. Oh, my God. I don't know how he does it. They don't know how he does it either. Is this the Pekingese or his little buddy? No, it's that cute little chihuahua mix dog that's just... Oh, that one that you were talking about earlier. Luckily, he's one of those really good-looking dogs that anything he does doesn't mean anything to his looks. He's still good-looking. Well, I mean, taking off the dew claws will actually help his look. Maybe that's what he was doing. He was just, he like, like, self-mutilation. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm just I will be beautiful. He's got body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need to take this off. <laughs> fishing net, nothing. Right? I Lifesaver. He's like, if I put my fishing nets on, this will look better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm going to tell it to his mom. <laughs> yeah. He just needed to put his fishing nets on better. Yeah. Let's go with this little toupee. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. This dog is so funny. He reminds me of a teenager so Oh, bad. my God. He's super cute, too. Yeah, he's great. He's adorbs. That's funny. So, since we're talking about things, like, coming off of animals and stuff like that, I don't know. This is not a very good transition. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of, I wanted to mention something. This is not lighthearted, but we can... I don't know. I'm a little bit, so it might not come off very good. But anyways, I am part of a mobile dog grooming group. You're a bunch of, you're a part of a, like, so many groups. I am a part so of, many like, groups. 50 groups. And, but I only really participate in a couple, and I lurk on the others. Um, I'm a lurker and just sit in the background. Um, but I'm a part of a mobile dog grooming group. And I got permission from the person, the OP, the original poster, to talk about this on our podcast. Yeah. Um, because it really just, it really upset me. Yeah. And resonated I, something inside. It did. It, like, created this fire inside of me. And I was like, I need to talk about this. It's kind of a serious, you know, topic. Um, this poor lady, she got bit by a dog. And she hadn't even started grooming the dog yet. Okay. She was taking it to her van. I want to say van. And she put the dog on the table and put the noose around it. And, like, the dog flipped out. Yeah. And I can't say which order it happened in, but she got bit in the face and her hand. And then she just calmed, tried to calm the dog down while holding it because it was, like, flipping out. Yeah. And then immediately gave it back to the owner. Well, yeah. she had called, her, called the other salon that it used to go to, and the dog had a whole bunch of notes on it, and the lady didn't tell her that her dog was known for biting. Okay. So she posted in the... Oh, at Backtrack. So she decided to cancel the rest of her day, you know, because getting bit in the face, in the arm, or in the hand, and they weren't 
Yeah, I believe she went to the doctors or the hospital. Well, even if that's just get, too like, much bad juju, it is. And like yeah. her, her nerves were shot. I mean, we all get bit. We all know what it feels like to be bit, and yeah. some of us can't rally and keep going. You yeah. know what I mean? It takes a couple bites. Yeah, before well, you're and like even still getting bit in the face is so fucking personal. That like <laughs> I would have probably like I'm canceling my day. Like I can't do yeah. this. I got bit in the face. Knock on wood. I have not been bit in the face, um, so I can't. I have as a trainer, but empathy it was my fault. with that. But I can sympathize, and like I'm sure that was very rattling for you. It was more rattling for the dog. I was hungover. The dog felt <laughs> some. Right. The dog didn't feel right in my arms. I didn't feel right as a yeah. person. That's why I don't. You know, I don't drink before work. <laughs> I don't drink at work. I don't smoke yeah. weed or anything like that at work because mm-hmm. dogs know. They know if. If and then the mood wanna, is altered, yeah. Yeah, and, and then they so, don't feel safe. Yeah, so if you get bit in the face, your mood is altered for the whole day. Yeah. And we're not saying that this woman drank or did anything about No, like, I'm just saying no. when I got <laughs> bit in the face, I, I was training a dog hungover, which was yeah. not a good idea. Yeah. But so Years she ago, the canceled way. the rest of her day because she okay. just was so rattled. And I don't blame her. We all react to those things differently. Yeah, of course. You know, and... Um, so she turned to her peers and she went on a group and was like, this just happened to me. And do you know what people were doing? They were like, uh, chastising. Is that the word? They were chastising her, like making her feel horrible for canceling her day and not going on. And people were like, oh, I would have just kept going. And like oh, they could have just kept going. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you everybody reacts differently because they were saying that her bite wasn't bad enough. And it's like yeah. Does well, it really matter? Her face is bleeding. Her face is still considered mutilated by an animal yeah. that she did not see coming. Yeah. She had literally just put it on the table, so she wasn't doing anything to it. And then the owner was like, didn't tell her anything, and then she found out after that's, that's just bringing on, like, so many trust issues. Exactly. Like, no, I'm not going to... She needs to rest. Yeah. But there's a lot to process. It, even, exactly. Even if the bite wasn't horrible, that's just a lot to process. Like, it is. You were lied to. You were, like... You were deceived. Exactly. And then you're the one bleeding. Exactly. And you don't get paid. Exactly. To bleed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it... I don't know. Like, seeing these comments, I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like, if half of her face isn't fucking missing, you need to consider what she's feeling and how she's reacting and sympathize with that. She was bit in the fucking face. When a dog bites you in the face, it doesn't matter where they bite you. This is fucking personal. (laughs) (laughs) It's personal for you, but I prefer, and I deal with aggressive dogs, but I I still prefer not to get bit. Yeah. Because I don't want to get bit. When a dog is lunging at you, it's, I don't know. It We're such big-hearted people to be in this industry, and we love deeply. And so, to Maybe be... Maybe starting off, but... No, I still love what I do. Oh, no, I love what I do, but I'm like, I still don't love being bit. And mm-hmm. I don't love a challenge anymore. That's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. Is that we're such big-hearted people, and we love all of our... Majority of our clients... I mean, we all have that one or two dogs. Let's be real. Yeah. Don't even lie right now. Yeah, like don't I, lie right now. Don't judge me for saying rent's this. coming up. So <laughs> right? yeah, we no. all have those dogs. But majority of our clients 
we love. Yeah. And we enjoy grooming them. But then when we get bit, we take it, majority of us take it so personally and we get so rattled. I know when I get bit from the one dog that I do groom, I am like, I have to book it as my last one. High anxiety, I go to 7-Eleven and buy a pack of fucking cigarettes and I smoke like the whole pack because like I am so rattled. So I can only imagine how she's feeling from yeah. like getting bit in the face and then to be almost humiliated in front of her peers online. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. We need to be a little bit more sympathetic. Sometimes groomers can be so cold. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, if, take if it's, it back. Yeah, it just happens. So as people, we should really be in her time of need. And exactly. then if there's a learning, you know, anything to learn from the situation. And see, I don't think this was necessarily a learning situation. No. It, I prob- no, of course not. She was completely, you the, know, caught off guard. She put the dog on the table and the dog fucking bit her. No, but <laughs> it's like, you know, if you have pointers for how to deal with bullshit clients and bullshit dogs, mm-hmm. throw it in there. But, yeah. you know, give us and some love. And people were. The yeah. people that were posting in it would be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, and then be like, hey, Take this, you know, you need you know, to call animal control. Or, need, you, know, you know, or add into your policy, like, hey, there's this. Speaking y- of policy, what? there was a lady on the, the group. She's like, for this exact reason, I have it in my policies and procedures that clients sign. That if I get bit, they are in charge of That's what I was getting all at. all of my medical bills if exactly. I choose to go so to the hospital. Then that owner, client, whatever, is not going to. It's yeah. going to be a little bit more forthright in the fact, like, you know, she's been fussy mm-hmm. at other salons. This is why I'm yeah. trying mobile. Yeah. So, But it's so hard, though, because we can ask these questions, and we have to believe them. You know what I mean? If they're lying. Because like, we well, don't know that they're lying. If there's, like, a huge bill attached to their non-groom mm-hmm. or the but policy. That's after that, the fact, though. No, that is after the fact. But that's good advice after the fact. Like, now she needs to take her day. She needs to take her she break. She needs to rest. She needs to rest. She needs to compose herself for the next time. And mm-hmm. now, go, moving forward, as, as a learning experience, if people weren't so much trying to be an asshole, it, if trying to throw some learning at her. Yeah. Or, and, but it just reading that would be a good one. Yeah, pissed me off because they're like, I would have kept going. I would have blah, blah, blah. dude. And it's like, come on. Okay, we she's s- literally posted a picture of her face fucking bleeding. Yeah, like no, let's be real. I remember with our old manager. You know who she is. She's great. She was working with a German Shepherd puppy that somebody else was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and the German Shepherd puppy had never been groomed. And I want to say German Shepherd puppy, but she was actually like two years old. Yeah, small German Shepherd but had never been groomed. Mm. And so this family brought the dog in, and the dog, never been on a leash, was a backyard dog. Mm. So the dog was flipping out in the lobby. And, of course, our stupid policy at the time was bring her in. And so as the manager, she was trying to calm the dog down, and she's literally just trying to brush the dog gently on the side of its body because the dog has literally submitted on the ground. And is biting at everyone. And the dog is just chomping down at her hand. And I just see the little blood freckles come from her skin being broken. And Mm -hmm. she's still just pushing through it. And I can see in her fierce Latina eyes (laughs) that this is no pain, no gain. (laughs) I mean, she sent the dog away because it wasn't her dog to deal with. Yeah. 
But, but it's um, like, she was trying to teach the dog mm-hmm. that this is not a bad environment. And she's just trying to show the dog yeah. through the pain that this is she's a good person. And I think those people ended up booking with her at a later date. And yeah. she was very successful with it. There yeah. are those people that have maybe not the skin of steel, but, like, the willpower. Yeah. And the heart, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used I, to I'm be, not one of those people. I used to be. I used to groom a Briard from a puppy. I actually have his picture here Oh, in I my loved house. that dog. And I tried so hard to get that dog. Hence the reason why I moved into this house, because it had an okay backyard. And um, I wanted that fucking dog. Yeah. Because I had been grooming him since he was a puppy. Yeah. But anyways, he was bad. He was really bad. He didn't really seem that bad when you were doing him, to be honest. No, but because you weren't there while I was training him. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. he was, he belonged to an older company. Yeah. Or oh, older clients. I remember her. And, she was a nice lady. And she, they couldn't take care of him, like brushing wise, but they wanted him long. Um, so he was biting me all the time like i would be leaving with blood dripping down my arms or red marks and it's like do you think that biting is a part of the job like do we have to take it okay i'm gonna say this right now no (laughs) no we don't we don't have to take it because when i first started i hate to say it because I always hear the the older groomers and the old biddies speech in this, like, preach in this, like, don't do it because somebody else will do it. Mm-hmm. And I hear them. I hear them cackling in the background, like, ah, one of those young, ambitious groomers will do it. You know? I kind of say that. I say it all the time. <laughs> and I say that because I went into this with knowledge of dog psychology, handling aggressive mm-hmm. dogs. And just, like, all of that. I went into it, and when I came into grooming, and when I came into bathing, when I came into this part of the industry, the pet Mm -hmm. industry, I was really ambitious, and I wanted to take on all the evil dogs and switch them. I think that's, like, the majority of all people beginning in grooming. Kind of. It's to prove yourself. I guess so, yeah. I guess proving oneself. But I had great successes in the beginning, and so I kept it going for way too long. <laughs> and then after I had, I still I still keep it going. But now yeah. it's just like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted because I've whittled myself down to maybe two bad clients. Mm-hmm. And I have one super aggressive loss of opso, and I really hate this dog. Yeah. Like a passion. But I really love the client. And my love for the client has literally clouded my judgment where this dog, I shouldn't have to deal with this dog. Yeah. Biting is not part of grooming. I don't think You so can. Education is part of grooming. I honestly believe that when you're learning in this field, you should be teaching your clients too. Oh, for sure. And so that way they learn and grow with you. And it's so hard when clients don't want to learn. Yeah. Like, I've only had one client, one client in my almost 11 years of grooming turn a biting schnauzer into a well-behaved schnauzer. One client. And that's it. Majority of the others don't 
honestly give a fuck. Yeah. I'm working on a golden doodle. don't do- want to. Yeah, I'm working on a golden doodle right now. And the mom is so receptive and amazing. But, you know, it's still a puppy. So yeah. only time will tell. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm over getting bit. Same Z's. I have one dog that I still groom. That's really bad. That's the same with me. Yeah. And I'm like on I've, the edge. Of, the Maltese? Yeah, the Maltese. I see it. I see it. He has moments of like, I don't want to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just want your love. And I'm like, I want to give you my love. But Let I also me. have to groom you. <laughs> and then he's like, he loves the love that I'm giving him. Because I try and pet him before grooming. And like try and transition my chi to him doesn't work and then he's like (laughs) biting me and he was worse than worst last time i groomed him and i am shaking and like i'm slightly equipped for bad dogs but with him the less restrictive the better but then that means he's less restrictive so that he can bite me (laughs) yeah you have to be like hyper aware of Everything. 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 Yeah. And, like, that's hard because I've tried the sling for him. I I tried everything. I thought he was going to hang himself. And, like, I couldn't couldn't help him because if I helped him, he was going to bite the fuck out of me. And I'm like, I don't want to get bit, but I don't want him to hurt himself. So then I kind of just let him. He had gotten himself out of the sling and, like, was kind of just there. And, like, I had to, like, gently grab his buttocks and gently put him on the table and then he t- was trying to bite me, and it was just, and it was all bad. Yeah. But, so, like, at the end of the day, we shouldn't have to deal with it. No, because if you think about it, if, if as an, <laughs> if you had somebody working under you, would they take on that dog? Would you no, allow them to take? that's too much liability. Exactly. I don't want them getting bit. So, this is, like, those particular dogs are just, I don't even know. I can't even explain to you that's stupid loss that I do. I know. She's so bad. She's so bad. I've been doing her since the inception of my career. And, and you can't even put the harness on her, right? No, no, no. I can. This is how far I've gotten with this dog. I have gotten so far with this dog that the mom cannot put... the. This dog is so aggressive that the mom cannot put the harness on the dog. The only... Okay, it's really bad. I, the more I talk about it, the worse it sounds. But it... <laughs> And it is that bad. But so she sees me pretty much every eight weeks, two two months, every two months. That's not enough. For not, it's dog. definitely not enough. But you know what? When it comes to other dogs, I'm like, no, they need to be in every two, three weeks. Yeah. This dog, I'm we like. You don't want to see the aggressive dog. I don't want to see this dog every. Because <laughs> it, it, I tried. She used to come in all the time. And we had a schedule. And we had it going. Um, because the first time I did her, I had to shave her down because she was so badly matted, and it was because she was aggressive. But then afterwards, she never, she just never got better. Yeah. Some dogs just don't. She doesn't. I mean, she's gotten better to the point where I can pick her up, I can hold her, I can wash her. Mm-hmm. Um, Some dogs just need a sedative grooming. This and dog like, needs to be, like, fully anesthetized. Yeah. Like, not even, sedatives would probably trip her up. But she needs to be completely that. under. She needs to be completely under. Yeah. Some dogs just have to, and but parents just need to be okay with that. The mom cannot put the harness on. So she, when I take the harness off for grooming, in the beginning of grooming, she takes mm-hmm. it home, she washes it, she puts it back on, 
and it stays on the dog for the two months oh until I see it again. So then she's, excuse me, she's matted. I only do a 10 on that dog anyway. <laughs> I mean, she'll brush what she can brush. Mm-hmm. There's times where the dog is never matted. But it's probably because I shaved the dog, like, two times before. And it's, yeah. there's only so much hair growth. But Yeah. So, basically, guys, we need to support each other. Yeah. I feel for her getting bit. I mean, I could only imagine the anxieties because we all have those anxieties. Well, maybe not all of us. I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of us just... You're working with live animals. You are. And a lot of us don't want to handle or have anxieties that if you're in a high anxiety situation, puts them even more in a high anxiety state of mind and you just can't handle it and there is nothing wrong with that there's we do not have to groom bad dogs you don't don't. have to turn that dog away i have had dogs in the lobby lunge at me and i'm like goodbye (laughs) (laughs) i'm not grooming your dog take your dog to a vet it needs to be stated you know what i mean yeah we do not have to groom those dogs and i feel for her we need to support each other i see in the grooming industry all the time that we are just down each other's throats, and there's no need to Yeah, be. you're not going to vibe with every dog. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know who's going to vibe with every dog? The anesthesiologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all Prince. <laughs> I don't know, I just like Prince. But the anesthesiologist exactly. Is going to vibe with all dogs. Exactly. So, and don't. there's nothing, we can't save them all, and we have to, like, understand that i gave a schnauzer one year one time from puppy three months old trying to bite me i had tried everything once upon a time i was great with bad dogs once upon a time then i couldn't take it anymore but i had to turn him away i was like i'll give your dog a year they didn't want to work with him at home they didn't want to stick on a schedule he kept getting worse and worse i was like goodbye yeah and, coincidentally, I started working at the same salon that they were taking him, and he was still bad. <laughs> <laughs> and this was years later. So, we don't have to take the bad dogs, and you we don't. need to support each other. Yeah. Like, we you, really do. Nobody wants to get bit. Nobody. I mean, you're, I hate to say it, but you're always going to get bit. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you want it to be so tiny, from mm-hmm. a chihuahua puppy <laughs> that broke the skin and gave you a paper cut boo-boo. Yeah. That's the kind of bite that you want because <laughs> exactly. you're always going to get bit. So mm-hmm. let's try to be a little bit let's more. Let's minimize it. Yeah. And then not chastise each other. Because exactly. we needed to take the time off. I feel for her. I felt so bad reading all those comments. I'm like, fuck, come on. Fucking Christ. Be nice. Yeah, not everybody's super hardcore into I the know, pain. right? Yeah, you bit me. I'm bleeding from the face. Let's go. Right? right? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Let's, let's be real. Let's Okay, let's talk about blood for a second. I, oh. <laughs> I think this is so hilarious. And I see it on many of those groups. And forums and stuff like that. But people, it's always like every couple months, people are like, oh my God, I just got freaked out. And it's like, pause, pause, pause. What happened? I seriously thought I cut a dog. But it was my red nail polish. I know. 
It's my favorite color, too, and every time I have a fucking heart attack, I'm like, oh my god, where is it bleeding? It's just me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so now I need to write, like, a policy and, like, appropriate nail polish at work. Right? You can't have red nail polish or even, like, dark pink nail polish or even maybe light pink nail polish. Yeah, because then it looks like a paw pad or, like, a exactly. piece of flesh. Like, why you're, is this piece of You're flesh? holding the dog's leg upright and your nails are just there and you're like, oh, my God, I cut the tuck up. And then you remove it and you're like, oh. And it looks like my, a tumor. Your right? finger looks like a tumor. I'm very pale. I'm very pale and my fingers are very pink mm-hmm. so I honestly believe like my fingers are moles sometimes and it, I, <laughs> what? yeah like when I hold the dog and I'm scissoring and stuff like that or if I'm if I'm clipping I'm like <gasps> what is that is that a mole I gotta be careful and then I'm like oh wait it's just my finger <laughs> I have never thought that in my life You've never seen like a giant like mole or like a little tumor I didn't assume it was like I didn't no. Okay, well, <laughs> I've only done the blood thing where I thought it was, I cut a dog, but that's fucking hilarious. And then you no. remove it, and you're like, where'd it go? And you're looking in the hair, and you're like, it's not here, but I swear. I could see that. I feel all the blood rush to my face, and, like, <laughs> that fright of, like, hurting a dog and the, telling the owner I hurt oh, the my dog. God. You get the instant, like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up right now. Well, it's like, yeah. Yeah, you I, feel the sick. adrenaline hits like the follicles of my face, and I just mm-hmm. feel that stinging feeling, like, oh my god, and you that feel instantly cold. It's more like hot for me. Oh, I feel like stinging. It's hot first, and then I get cold, and then I almost throw up. <laughs> I have. Well, I've had been in situations where it's like life or death, so like the throw up part kind of is gone now, but like I still get like the. Basically, every, like, needle, needle pins, uh-huh. pins and needles in my face. Yeah. With fright and fear oh and embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, ah, oh, why did I do that? And fucking your, your beautiful manicure trips you up. I know. The it makes red, you feel instantly sick. I can't stand it. Oh, my God. Oh, but and I. Like I red. Okay, so then I decide, you know, I've, I've seen people talk about their red nail polish and their red claws and a red manicure and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and their nails always look fucking awesome yeah mine don't and then i'm like okay well i'm never gonna do red on my nails and i don't but then i forget not to do it on my toes too because then i think well (laughs) do you think you drop blood on the floor no i think i drop something on my toe or like i stub my toe or like maybe there is blood coming from the dog on my toe it doesn't matter if there's red somewhere i just like instantly think blood because I'm one of those groomers that has had, like, an oopsie and I cut a toenail too short or, you know, a paw pad oh, yeah, has been nicked. yeah, of course. And, like, they're bleeders. Yeah, and it makes me uncomfortable talking but to the I've owner. I've never looked down and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> when did I drop my clippers on my front toe? <laughs> my big toe? Oh, my God. I don't know. So, like, I think maybe if I ever decide to start... A groomer's union. <laughs> no <laughs> red nail polish. No red nail polish. No, like, nail polish that even resembles any sort of color of blood. Yeah. <laughs> no blue that is, like, kind of purpley red. What? Why can't you wear blue-purple? Because if it looks like blood, like, dark blood. I mean, that looks Anything like- blood. Don't wear any shade <laughs> of blood, whether it be a light red color shade of blood or a blue... 
shade of blood. I would think you'd be able to differentiate the blue. We're green, we're gold, <laughs> we're silver. Get bedazzled diamonds that don't fall off. Yeah. Stars, stripes. It's funny that we're talking about this because in the group, in a couple of my groups, they were talking about how to keep their nails still looking good after getting them done. They're liars. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I can't. I can't keep one. I don't get my nails done. No, I'm very like all natural. Yeah. And then when I do paint my nails, no matter how accomplished I feel, I feel like trash the next day if I've groomed the next day. Why? Because I cannot, for the life of me, hold a manicure with her. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. They put thimbles on their thumb. So they look like E.T. while they groom? No, it's just when you're doing the nail grinding. Just picture it. Just picture E.T.'s fingers. Like the little (laughs) balls and little stubs at the end of hands. Yeah. But they're just doing nails. And then you take them off because they don't get ruined in the other parts of the grooming. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I used to get my nails done and then I was like, I could spend my money elsewhere. I only (laughs) get my nails done when I'm going on vacation or have a surgery. And I think you got your nails done each time before you went into labor. Yeah, I did. So that you'd have them for the six weeks. Yeah, I want. Okay, I'm a. I do like the look. I can't wear claws. Like I like the look of claws. Mm-hmm. Like long mm-hmm. stiletto nails, mm-hmm. coffin nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I love them all. But and I love them bedazzled. I love them. Just yeah, they make you feel so feminine, and I feel like we need to look feminine in the. No, I shouldn't say we need. I need to feel feminine in the grooming and it like grooming because I was like a meth addict. I hope you're not. (laughs) Not, but I'll like leave, and I literally sometimes will go and I don't look at my appearance before I give the dog back to the client, and then I'll be walking to my car. And, like, catch my reflection, and I'm like, wow, Vanessa. Yeah. Like, wow. Did you really just give the dog back looking like that in my hair? Because I have, like, wavy hair, and it does whatever the fuck it wants to do. And, like, it's just, like... So you can say it either looks always messy or beachy. Um, It looks like a meth addict, so neither. <laughs> I've met many meth addicts. They all kind of look different. They just kind of yeah. have similar, similar. I'm like a genre of meth addict. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at. You look like trash. <laughs> I look like trailer trash. Like that's what I look like. I look like I should not be grooming that person's dog, but somehow I still keep clients. <laughs> See, I always look okay before the groom, and then after you look tragic. Oh, I do. I look awful. Grooming is not kind. No, not to your Because the dogs splash, so then you get mascara running down your face. There's a local groomer I follow out here, and uh-huh. she doesn't know me, but I've talked to her a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you say you would just stalk her. I don't, I don't stalk her, but I do subscribe to, like, That's being... Facebook stalking. Okay, first of all, I'm still trying to work out Facebook I'm just not technically inclined. It's okay. And so, we fail as millennials. Yeah, we. I definitely do. I so do she, like, I know, I follow her, but she's, when she posts at work, and it's not just her, it's other groomers that I follow. When she posts at work, she's wearing, like, cool colored lipstick. Her nails are always done. Her hair mm-hmm. looks really pretty. She always has it, like, 
flowers and really cute stuff mm-hmm. in her hair. And again, she doesn't know me, so she's probably like, if she thinks, yeah, I'm weird. I'm sorry, but she looks really pretty. And I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, I should at least look like that <laughs> for the first groom. <laughs> I never look good in my first groom. So I, I know, but no, okay. She's the I'm exception. Not talking- We're the rule. She is the exception. (laughs) She is the exception. So, no, I'm talking about, like, not first groom of the day, but I'm talking about, like, first time I meet the client. After the first time I meet the client, it's all downhill. Oh, no. I look shit-tastic when I go grooming. You're naturally pretty and young, so it's, like... We're, like, not that much apart. So you oh, well, simmer down. You know, <laughs> life has kind of aged me pretty harshly. No, you still look pretty young. Like, you have nice skin. I take very good care of my skin. <laughs> I've told you that. I know. <laughs> she, like, uses $60 moisturizer. And I use, like, $10 moisturizer. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel any better. You use $10 moisturizer <laughs> and you look like that. And I have to use $60 moisturizer to look not so tired. It's- my Hispanic jeans. It's my Hispanic jeans. I'm Hispanic. Yeah, but I'm more Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah, red nail polish is a bad idea. It is. Don't wear red nail polish I will work. probably continue to wear red nail polish and give don't. myself a heart attack. Why? Because it's my favorite color. I don't care. I love, don't wear red nail polish. I love the blood color. <laughs> <laughs> You like to feel your butthole pucker. I do. Every time I'm a masochist. <laughs> Just like Cody. <laughs> Who needs dew claws? Right? He's like, I'm going to get rid of them for my fishnets. <laughs> I'm going to wear these slingbacks with no toes hanging oh, right? out. Right? Exactly. He's like, my buttless traps, where you at? <laughs> they go on smooth. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah. So this is part of the podcast where we would love to put in your stories, your we, funny stories, your yes, shit stories, we your sweet stories for stories. It could be any grooming related story. We want them. Yeah, it could be good. It could be sweet. It could be so if you feel accomplished about something. Yeah, and if you want to be anonymous. Be anonymous. Put that in there. Don't say my name, ho. I don't want you to say my name, and I won't say your name. We'll be your ho. We'll be your ho. <laughs> but we want your stories. We want them. Give them to us. Give us your stories. We're just going to have to tell you one of our shit stories. Not shit. But one of our horrible stories. Oh, God. This story is so horrible. <laughs> so I had gotten off of the phone with my old boss, and I was asking her for stories from her new salon. What were they? And she couldn't think of anything, but she thought of an old story from when she worked with me, Vanessa. Oh, me. <laughs> and this is not when we all worked together. She just decided to, you know, she just remembered the story. And you know what? I did not see this story. This but was this way was, for you. This was before me, but this was a legend in the salon <laughs> for years afterwards. It's, it's, it's a- Viewer uh, discretion is advised. I for this story. <laughs> she forgot about it for I good reason. Past me. <laughs> so I think, God, I think it was like, I think I was seventeen, and I was a bather, 
at PetSmart. Can you be a bather at 17, though? Uh, this was before they had the... Um, so, like, pre-2008 or something? No. Yeah, it was in the early end of 2008. Okay. And so this was before they had the age restriction. Yeah. They put the age restriction after I got hired. But they were definitely trying, okay with... They um, were okay with me. With a child... Um, yeah. I was child going labor. to be turning 18. I had gotten hired at PetSmart in July of 2008, at, okay. right after I graduated. And I turned... 18 uh, in October. Okay. So, um, it was while I was a bather and I had a request, a mastiff request that I had groomed and he was unaltered. That chair was your request. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I mean, the client wasn't bad looking, but <laughs> <laughs> he was in the military. He flew helicopters. Um, but anyway, he was cool too. <laughs> he was pretty cool. And I loved the dog. Loved the dog. The only problem with the dog is the dog loved me back. And I Was he, like, really hyper, too? He was not hyper. He was pretty chill. But was he, like, really, like, as a mastiff? Was he, he was mm, very muscular. Like, he was not overweight. He was a good-looking mastiff. Yeah. And um, wasn't hyper. I think when I was doing him, he was about two years old when I was grooming him. Yeah. Or bathing him, whatever. So he's pretty strong. He Oh, he was. this dog was pure muscle. Like, I think this dog only had protein. Were you... That's when you were, like, really, really tiny. Like, I a little tiny. Teeny, I was teenager. teeny tiny. I was, like, 120 pounds. I was teeny tiny. And this dog was probably weighed more than me. Like... Yeah. To put that in perspective. And, like, when he stood up on his hind legs, he almost matched my height. He was a big fucking boy. A big boy. Um, so, it was me in a... Um, Another, she was a groomer as a bather. We were both closing, and he was my last client. And yeah. so I was like taking my time because I really loved this dog. Yeah, it was a good fucking dog. And so I am in. I don't know um, to explain this, just in case people have not been in a private or excuse me in a corporate setting. Um, you have your lobby, and then you have a little um, not I don't know gate like a separation wall. Um, and then you're in the grooming area, and then in the back, there's a wall, and that's your kenneling bathing area. And so you can turn the music up in the bathing area. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And so sh- I was in the front. Oh, and you can see, like, there's in the windows. Area. Yeah, yeah, there's the, windows in the salon area. It's called the fishbowl. Yeah, the fishbowl. Gotta hate the fishbowl. But anyways, so I am furthest to the back table, and grooming this dog, I was grooming on the floor, so at this time, it was still a newer salon. It had just, this this store had just opened yeah. in 2008. So it was a fairly new store. And so we didn't have all these tables. It wasn't a full salon yet. Uh-huh. We only had a couple tables. So I was able to um, tether the dog to the floor. You were able and, to move, relax. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just grooming him yeah. on the floor. And, like, we're chilling. He was a really well-behaved dog. And I go... To stand up, and I think I took him off the tether, because um, this is where the story starts to get a little bit of a blur for me. <laughs> and I'm like just petting him and like chilling. There's a table right to the right of us, um, closest to the back wall, and I go to turn around, and he jumps up on his hind legs. He still has his front dew claws, and he mount is trying to mount me. 
and I was caught off guard. So I tumble onto the table, kind of like falling off of the table, and he starts to hump me. He pinned you doggy style? He pinned me, and he pinned me good. And I am trying to fight him off, but he put all his weight on me, and he's literally digging his dew claws into my back, and I am screaming. I am screaming my little lungs out for help. And the person in the back could not hear me because she had the, the music up. up max. And I am screaming and screaming for her. And I'm trying to get off of, like, get away from this dog. But he's literally locked me in. He's locked in there and I'm crawling. I am grasping for the edge of the table. I am grasping for it and he's fucking going to town, not caring about my fears or how this is making me feel. He did not have my consent. <laughs> and this literally it's terrifying. It is. It is a terrifying story. And like I am screaming. I am almost in tears. I'm glad you're opening up to me right I now. I know. I am opening up and sharing my story. <laughs> and I am literally grasping at the table and I finally get to the other end of the table and I'm holding on to it and I'm trying to like hoist myself up but it hurts because his d claws are literally in the back into my back just like gouging into my skin oh wow and like i'm trying to just fight through the pain and i find he finally he finally finishes oh, oh my god he finished all over my back and she just so happened the my the other associate so happened to open the door and it looked like nothing had happened. And I am like pretty much in tears. <laughs> I am. This is awful. I'm not shook. laughing because it's <laughs> no, funny. I'm laughing. It's funny. It's, real, it's really uncomfortable. It, it is. And I am shook. I am just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Very, <laughs> um, uh, what is the word? I am just, I just feel very, um, violated, violated. And she's like, what happened in here? I'm like, I was calling for you. I was screaming your name. And she's like, are you okay? And I just turned around and she's like, oh my God, what happened in here? And she like goes and gets paper towels and she's cleaning my back. And she's like, what happened? And she lifts up my shirt and I have scratches all down my back. I have red scratches i'm just tender and like some of them broke skin <gasps> through my jacket like through the smock that was provided and through my cotton shirt and she's like i am so sorry she, i was like he violated me <laughs> and she's like it's not funny no and <laughs> i'm like, really uncomfortable <laughs> she's just like i am so sorry so she like kind of cleans up my back a little bit I call the clients, and the dog's just looking at me like proud of himself. <gasps> Gross. Like, Don't you love me? And I'm like, the love is not mutual. <laughs> and like, he's that so college like, douchebag that he is. Should have called the cops on. He's that Tucker guy. And like, <laughs> so I call the client, and like, he comes in and is like, hey, I really think you should get him altered. Cause like, he had tried humping me before. Yeah. And I kept pushing the dog off. And, like, and because I wasn't vulnerable. He caught me literally at a very vulnerable moment with my back towards him, 
not thinking anything. And yeah. he fucking took me down. So I tell him, I was like, look, because the guy never believed me that the that his dog humped me. Because he's like, he doesn't hump anybody else. It's just you. And I'm like, well, he's humping me. And so then he tries to go for fucking round two. <gasps> in front of the client. And the client jumped over the gate and, like, pushed the dog off me. And I think he was so embarrassed. I never saw him again after that. And I felt horrible because that's not what my intentions were. I yeah. truly did love the dog. And I knew now I had to, like, make sure I wasn't in a vulnerable position or else he would love me too much. <laughs> and so I never saw him again, which was sad. But Did, did he at least tip you well? Oh, God, I don't remember. Oh, well, if you don't remember, obviously he didn't. He, I just remember him just, like, this look of, like, I am so sorry. Because I showed him the jizz on my back. And, like, because there was still jizz stains. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I'd be showering for days like, no, doggy, no. It was, it was pretty, like, traumatizing. I mean, I had seen something like that in a salon, but it was, like, a puppy and it, nothing touched it but air. And yeah. then it happened yeah. on a table. This but was, like. This to happen to a, another human being. A big I'm not exaggerating. No, I've seen the power of mastiffs. (laughs) And I would never want to see... I would personally never want to see that dog again. And I was alone. (laughs) And, like, he was a beautiful mastiff and such a good dog. Other than when he was trying to have his way. (laughs) Was it what you were wearing that day? No! (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) This was back in the day when PetSmart was black smocks. So everything stained it. Like, you couldn't get dander out of this thing. So you could see the jizz stains on my back, even though she had cleaned them up. Yeah. Clean it up. And, like, she felt horrible, and she actually let me not clean for the rest of the night because I was just so shook. And, like, she was like, I'm so sorry. She felt horrible. And my back hurt. It was, like, on fire. Not from the jizz. (laughs) But from his fucking dew claws. Oh, God. Yeah. I think that has to be the worst situation in my career. Just so happened to be brought up tonight. Yeah. By a mastiff. Because it was pretty traumatizing. Like, being in that situation was pretty fucking traumatizing. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to laugh because it's funny. Because it's not. It's gross. No. (laughs) I mean, it was, thinking back on it now, it was pretty funny. But then there's still a part of me, like, that sucks. It happened to you, so it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. But, you know, I I work through humor. Yeah, I do, too. So. That's your therapy. It's my therapy. It's my therapy. And, like, it's uncomfortable because literally... I tried everything to get from underneath that dog. And, like, the story sounds like it lasted for 15 minutes, but it was really not that long. No, the puppy that my coworker was doing, it was, like, she was just shaving it, and she shaved the top of the back. Uh Uh-huh. And the dog just started humping the air, and then (laughs) shit came out. And it was, like, uh, (laughs) how did this happen? Okay. But it doesn't last that long. But when you're, I don't want to know about the time frame. Let's just... Say the time frame because it felt like it took forever. But honestly, if someone were to sit there and time it, it probably didn't last that It was long. like seconds and it was probably. just like. But it felt like an hour. 
It's gross. <laughs> so gross. It was. And I was like, no, thank you. Daddy, if you're listening to to this, you know, <laughs> you owe her a couple hundred dollars. I know, right. He In therapy. He should remember. You should remember me. Yeah. <laughs> Your dog violated me. What was the dog's name? Oh, man. What was his name? I want to say something like guns or something. Ammo. Oh, no. No. Oh, I just had it in my head. Oh, I can't remember. If it's like guns, I'm going to start shooting out. <laughs> it was Shot something too quick kind of jokes. Like military related. Ruger. No. Quick draw. Diesel? No. Oh, no. That was the really pretty boxer. That boxer, he fought with his dad in. Um, he was part of the army in Ireland. Rock, I think. You get it. He always brought me sandwiches. <laughs> oh my God. We'll have to talk about this another day when grown adult males always hit on me when I was 17. That should be for another podcast. <laughs> That's definitely another one. And like I had one guy straight up, I made him feel like shit because he took it too far. Yeah. It happens. That will be for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he felt like he felt like shit, and that was it. He never, never saw, saw that dog again. Oh, sad. It was because that's not what my intentions were. I just wanted him to neuter his fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. He probably studded that dog out, and now there's like a slew of rapey dogs. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Poor other. Watch out, groomers! Watch out, groomers! <laughs> Quick draw is gonna be. Siring a bunch of dogs. I know. It's horrible. Oh, it's stud or sire. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So, please, 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 please send us. We don't have to hear about these gross stories. No. If you send any us story. your gross stories. Yeah, any story that you feel comfortable with telling, please send it to us. We've been putting it out there on Facebook. We want your stories. We really, really, really want to incorporate you guys into our podcast we are for the people by the people yeah we're just the we're, trash by the people yeah, you know what I mean? yeah yeah there's there's so many beautiful education educational stuff happening right now and we want to just have this wonderful podcast where we just talk shit and have fun and you guys could just zone out veg out drink wine get high and listen to us. Yeah, it's therapy. We're therapy. You don't need to pay people. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely need to pay people. Okay, we are not medical professionals. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I took a course online. I took a course online, too. Everybody <laughs> took a course online. But so hit us up. Love us. Like us. Follow us on Facebook. I just finally created an Instagram. We'll eventually have really cool pictures up there. We, Let us know yeah, we're, what kind of cool pictures you want yeah. us. Um, Not new, out there. Keep it realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us, like us, love us on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, our podcasts are available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google, Google Play. Um, you know, we want you guys to be involved. We want to build a fun uh, little community and we would love all you little shitters out there to be our friend. 
It's a great way to make friends, Vanessa. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed tonight or today or whenever you're listening to us. Yeah. Um, we will. Uh, You'll hear from us in a few weeks. Talk at you later. Bye. Bye.